are listening to Tomes of the Chaos Bar. The excitement, the intensity. I always loved a good demonstration and test of skill. Ah, yes, the tournament of Avalon proper, where the young combatants prove they are capable, and the old still have what it takes. (laughs) Indeed. And I see there are many established champions here. Our heroes are going to have quite the challenge. (laughs) Do you think they have a chance? Of course they do. They are my heroes, after all. This is where the climax of the story has been leading up to. (laughs) I've got a feeling that our story is about to mix up with others. (laughs) It may set our heroes on their proper course. Hmm. I do not approve of that tone in your voice. What have you been up to? You will soon see, my plumed friend. But for now, I need you to warm up those instruments of yours. The tournament is about to begin, and we need to inspire our combatants. Of course. Wait, 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 wait. That doesn't sound like your instruments, Quill. You know I like the other ones. Trust me on this. These are the correct instruments for this composition. It would be ghastly boring if I always used the same ones every time. And I know you do everything in your power to avoid boring. The horns will come in, and the triumphant trumpets will sound aloud. Okay, 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 okay. We'll use whatever you just said. Just start the song when I give you the cue. Gotta warm up first. Okay. Now. Conquering heroes, praise the victorious ones. Sing of their battles, sing of their foes, cheer for the fights they have won. Hail the conquering heroes, tell of their victories true. Names held in honor, earn great reward, now they parade in the days hard fought had all but wrought disaster on them all. These heroes brave your cheers to crave, so answer combat's call. They forge ahead with measure dread until the task is done. They give their best and pass the test of foes. They leave not one. Yes! Hail the conquering heroes, praise the victorious ones. Sing of their battles, sing of their foes, cheer for the fights they have won. 
Quill, we must find our seats. We don't want to miss a thing in chapter 25. Dice don't fail me now. <laughs> Come, Quill, we are off! Welcome back, listeners, to Tomes of the Chaos Bard. I am DM Dave, and to the left we have... Henley. Boudreaux. Garoth and Lila. Roscoe. And Fenrir. All right, last time, Fenrir was held in custody for some dealings with a halfling dying and a scarecrow. And And he met a wizard named Kendall Warwick, who was kind of investigating for the for the guards about what was going on. Well, Kendall was able to help figure out what was going on. He found out that the wreath is connected to the scarecrow and that it was created by hags. And they decided to work together to see if they can come down with a solution on how to fix it and how to possibly defeat these these hags. Boudreaux wandered off and was sampling food and eventually made his, made his way to Donkey. Because of, of an exhausting day. Lila Garatha and Henley decided they're going to go spar. And Roscoe and Fenrir are heading off to this, this legendary blacksmith friend of, of Roscoe. I wouldn't say she's legendary. I just know her. <laughs> that makes her legendary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait for a legend. Wait for it. Dare. Dare. <laughs> We will start with Fenrir and Roscoe. You guys are heading to the Fire Giant Forge. On your way to the Fire Giants, you run into a building that has a bold V on top of a buckler, and behind the buckler, a long sword going horizontal behind it, with a sign that, that reads underneath it, Vanguard Swords and Shields. You guys continue to the... Uh, Fire Giant Forge. You enter, and behind a desk, you see a dwarf. He has kind of auburn hair with a beard, and he sees you guys come in, and he's like, Yes, what can I do for you? Hello, how are you today? I am doing great. How about yourself? I'm doing well. Um, I'm looking for my friend Marilor. Marilor, yes, she's there in the back. Can I go speak with her, please? Yes, I will go see if she's not preoccupied. We are quite busy here. Thank you. So he goes out to the back. And you can hear hammers pinging metal on metal. And you see a half-elf lady come enter, and she's wearing kind of the blacksmith garb. She's covered in soot. Roscoe! Well, what are you doing? Runs up and gives you a hug. <laughs> she pick him up to give him the hug? No, she so goes little. down to him. Aww. She meets me halfway. She respects him. Hey, Marilor, how are you? I'm doing great. It's like, what are you doing here? It's been a long time. I know. I didn't think we'd be back. I'd be back quite so soon, but we've got um, some business here in Avalon, and I've found myself signed up for this uh, tournament tomorrow, and 
So oh, I thought I'd come down and see how you're doing and see if you could help me out with some stuff. Oh, of course. As, as you can see, I got a new job, but what what do you need help with? Um, so, I mean, I think for the tournament, I'm pretty okay, but I need to get some, some gear refit, and I've got a friend who's looking for some specialty arrowheads. Um, okay. So what what kind of fixing do you need? I need, I need to fix up my glaive a little bit. Okay. Because I've, I've, I'm learning a new skill, and so I want to keep my glaive, but I need it compactable a little bit so I can store it. Ah, yes, they are quite quite hard to do. Uh, let but, me see it. Let me see it. What Did you have any ideas? Um, I did, actually. So what if we... I, I want it to be able to, to collapse a little bit. Hmm. So, like, I could store it on my back, almost like a, short, a sword and a sheath. Okay. And then the handles would just, you know, when I go to use it, I can just expand it so, like, the handles would be hollow. And they'd mm. slide over, like, a tube in the middle. Okay. Kind of a, shrink it down, make it bigger. You know, does that make sense? I'm not real good with the technical stuff, but I figured if anyone could help me out. Yeah, because there's several ways. I, I get what you're saying. There's several ways that we could do this. So we could get, like, a bigger tube. Do you want it kind of all metal, or do you want it some wood? Um, I don't I don't know. What do you think would be would be better for that? I think with this kind of contraption, it may be good to go all metal. Okay. It does kind of make it a little heavier, but as you get practice with it and stuff, you should, shouldn't have any problems with it. It may just take some time to practice with the, the weight and the balance. Yeah. But there's one way that we can do it. It's either two tubes, one tube bigger than the other, and so they can compact quite a ways. Or you can have one solid tube in the center and the two smaller tubes on the side and compact it that way. That'll probably give you a little more stability, plus it gives you somewhere to put your hands if you yeah. decided to use it differently. And I, I'm thinking that second way will probably be be the, the better way. And I've got I've got a couple, you know, here that you can use for parts. I'm going to pull out the glaive, you know, and this is the one that, that you gave me. Oh, yeah. It's seen some use, and then uh, I acquired this other one al along the road on the way here. Um, so I don't know if that would help, you know, as far as if you need metal or the wrappings off of it or something to kind of tinker with and see what you can figure out. Right. And when did you want this by? Um, well, if all goes well, I'm going to win the tournament. Okay. <laughs> I'm rooting for you. <laughs> Thank you. And that, that is, I mean, that's going to be at least three days for the tournament. Mm. And then, I, I mean, as soon as possible after that, four or five days, probably, Okay, We've got a, so that does give me a little time because we are pretty booked yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, I didn't realize I was coming in the middle of a tournament until we got here. Oh. Um, but we've got to get back to, to Hayden's Hollow and try and get some things figured out there. So this was just one of our steps along the way. Okay, well, yeah, I should definitely, if I got four or five days, I could definitely get something made for you. Okay, I know awesome. some of these guys here, they're, man, I thought I was good. But some of these guys are really experts, especially that Gundrick, the guy who is out here. Oh, yeah? Oh, he's phenomenal. He's amazing. Uh, what What are you thinking price-wise on something like that? Because I just spent mm. most of my money. Price. If wise, I win the tournament, it won't be a big deal. Right. So price-wise. But that that's hmm. why I brought these as well to kind of help minimize cost <laughs> right i mean we could buy this the we could 
buy these glaives from you and then kind of make you a new one, which will kind of help offset the price. Okay. Especially this this fancier one. Where did you find this one? Uh, we just took it off some... We found it on our road out here. Well, it it's very, very good craftsmanship. Very fancy. Yep. It's just, I mean, it's, you know, it's built for a full-sized adult. You know? <laughs> yes. You customized my, this, this one for me a little bit, so. Yeah, like, I'm guessing you found it just lying around because it has not been used at all oh really no wow doesn't have any nicks in the blade it it looks fairly fairly new yeah i mean so yeah if you guys want to buy these off and then we can negotiate a price and everything and yeah i'll have a better idea on what prices are but i'm off the top of my head i would guess probably another 30 40 silver and okay we can get that yeah we can do that um, and then my friend, so this is an odd request because yes. I'm sure you don't get this often. My friend is looking for some silver arrowheads. For decoration? For use. For use. Okay. Um, that so is a odd request. In our, in our travels, um, from Hayden's Hollow, we, we've learned of some creatures that are more susceptible to damage from silver, silver weapons. Oh, Okay. They're, they're an interesting creature, and we're still trying to figure out what's happening with all that. We are finding them a lot around Hayden's Hollow, and we've learned that they're kind of traveling out from that area, so she just wants to be prepared. Um, she sent me with 200, 200 copper. I don't know what that could get her. Well, it, we'd have to... I'm sure we have some silver around here. I mean, there's lots of places we can buy silver around here. And I'm sure one of the other blacksmiths can figure that out. Okay. So, yeah, I'm sure we could figure something out. Since it is kind of a special custom-made thing, it's going to be a little more expensive side than normal arrows. Because normally you can buy 20 arrows for a silver piece. But you could probably, yeah, I don't, we could do that. I think. Great. So, yeah, just do, I mean, whatever you can with that value of the 200 copper and we'll... We'll go from there. I'm sure. If, again, if if and I do, you want me to use the whole 200 copper up to that 200 copper, or is there kind of a limit? I think so. Think yeah, that- yeah. Why not? Because who knows how many of these will come across? So just <laughs> whatever you can get out of that 200. All right. Okay. We can we can work on that. Do Ross you guys still need some arrows too? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. She needs some arrows too. Wink, wink. <laughs> Do you guys sell any uh, like silver daggers or silver swords or anything like that, or is that kind of new and different? Um, we mean, is this for this? I'm guessing the same reason, right? Correct. I, I mean, we do custom work here as well. It does cost a little extra than normal, normal daggers and swords, but yes, if we can do that for you. Okay, how much roughly would it cost to get a silver dagger? We could probably make you a silver dagger for about four silver. Okay. And is that 40 copper? Yeah, that'd be about 40 copper. Honestly, the, the, I don't necessarily mess with silver, okay. so it, it really depends on the price that the guy doing the silver is going to charge you. Okay. But off the top of my head, I think about, it could go up to 10. I don't know. Okay. Sounds good if you wouldn't mind making that. And right now I'll plan on that. 40, 50 
copper or four silver, five silver, and hopefully somebody wins the tournament. And I'm also going to be in the tournament, so hopefully we just win that and it won't be much of an issue. But if we don't, then I might have some other things to sell. We're always good to, to buy things here. We like to buy things and recycle them. It's kind of one of our things here. Okay, I have this like jeweled bracelet and I'll pull that out. We don't really deal with jewelry here, but you could definitely go somewhere else. Sorry, okay. I'd meant recycling like shields and oh. armor and stuff like that. Things that have kind of gone by the wayside that are t far beyond repair. Gotcha. Well, if I have to end up selling this, I'll, I'll maybe find a spot to sell that and we'll be back for that silver dagger. Yeah. Well, I do, I do need to get back to work, but I have written on my notes that, that I'd... Got your your glaive to work on, and then there's silver arrowheads and a dagger. Is that correct? Yes. Can you make it all silver? Two daggers. Two daggers. Yeah, we can do two daggers. That's fine. Or three daggers. Nope, just two. <laughs> <laughs> As he's looking around the room, do you want a dagger? Do you want a dagger? You get a dagger, and you get a dagger. No, use daggers. They're two. Yeah, but you need a silver weapon. I mean, well, yeah, <laughs> but you're not there. Okay, well, I can, I can definitely get those for you, but uh, I do need to go out, get back to work. But maybe I can find time to go see you in the tournament sometime. Yeah, I'll be there hopefully all three days. <laughs> so we got to. Yeah, I, I do hear there's, since it's a the big celebration, there's probably a lot more competition this yeah. year. Have you, uh, have you heard of anyone that I should be wary of in the tournament any big hitters that i should be aware of there is someone from mapleshire actually <gasps> Gasp. <laughs> and i forget her first name but she had a weird last name named smooth hands so this name is familiar to roscoe you would know this as portia smooth hands you would know her she's a legend from up there her legends, her myth, her mythos, ranges from taking a troll out by herself to skinning a bear with her nails type idea. But she hasn't been heard of for a long time. She's just been AFK? Yeah. Haven't heard any new stories of her. And for how long you've been hearing these stories, a lot of people thought she's been dead. But... Who knows? But, yeah, Smooth Hands is her name. I don't remember her first name, though. I, I, if it's the one you're thinking of, talking of, her first name, I think, is Portia? Uh, that that makes, yeah, I think so. I thought she was dead. Well, I guess I guess she's not. <laughs> That'll be interesting, because she's got quite the, the reputation behind her. So. Well, I know a lot of the halflings are pretty excited to hear that she was around. I guess she's some legend up there, I guess. Yeah, she's done some pretty cool things, but hopefully in her absence, she's not been getting stronger because I don't know what I can do against her. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wish you the best of luck. I do need to get back to work. Yep, absolutely. Thank you. Um, is there anything else you guys would like to do? It is still, it's about five o'clock in the evening. You two are just uh, How Henley long are we sparring for? I can go all day long. 
So at, well, let's say around six thirty, we go we go in for to a bathhouse. So at that point in time, I'll probably just say this is the one that I went to the other day. It was really nice. Let's go there again because I don't like this. And then I want to clean my weapons, even though I didn't do anything with them. Okay, I still want to. Sparred for till six thirty. Went to the bathhouse, cleaning up the weapons, and you guys can call it there for Done. if you guys want. You guys had anything to do? Okay. We'll just call it the night then. In the morning. Are you sure it was in the middle of the night? Because I really want to sing. In the middle of the night. <laughs> uh, was walking, walking in his sleep. sleep. <laughs> <laughs> With the rhythm so cool. Oh, yeah. And the river so deep. Wow. And <laughs> I was looking for something. Yeah, see, Abby's got me. Abby's got so me. Lizbeth did tell you that Boudreaux was sleeping in with donkey tonight he must have been really upset about seeing that person over by that mine guild or yeah, something i wonder who that was does everybody that he always liked to flex um i don't know anything about him other than he likes to deflect and he's really into food and doesn't know social norms <sighs> that's true lila doesn't mind she's weird so you guys wake up and you guys head to the arena, which is there pretty close to where you guys were sparring. The ones who are um, in the tournament are escorted through this passage and into the grounds of the arena. Boudreaux, are you heading to the arena as well? There is quite a commotion and loud trumpets and stuff going on. What he is going to do is he's going to wrap his hand with um, like a bandage or something. Okay. And he, um, then he puts his hood up and follows the crowd because he does want to watch his friends, um, but he still avoids the street. Okay, you make your way there. Everybody else that is participating, so Henley, Roscoe, and Fenrir, you guys, once you get to the arena, you guys are channeled. You guys show your papers that you're a part, that you're doing it, and you get taken in to the grounds of the arena. The arena is kind of a football stadium. There's a big square in the middle, and there's stands surrounding it. Uh, Boudreaux, you're able to find Lila, and you guys are sitting together. Everybody else is standing in the center, and you get loud trumpets going on. A big celebration, and you do hear an announcer go, Introducing the Duke <sighs> of Nottingham! <laughs> On the stand. <laughs> <laughs> so these stands are half the stands are against the wall that leads into into the monarch district. There, there's an entrance for them to come in, and that's the kind of where this they sit. Everybody else is the commoners. There's a high podium stand where the duke is, and the duke has one of those tri hats, kind of like a sailor's hat. He puts his hands up to kind of calm calm the things ladies and gentlemen thank you for coming to the 300th year of our liberation <laughs> waves his hands down again I'm not going to bore you with a boring speech so let us just begin the games <laughs> 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 
First, we will start with the archery that will be placed here. Around one o'clock, the obstacle course will start. So, let the games begin! <gasps> okay, so this is how this is going to work. Dice don't fail me now. <laughs> Dice don't fail. <laughs> There's targets out on this field. The targets range from 50 feet, 80 feet, to 120. And you get to choose whether you participate or not in oh, these. I'm participating. Archer is uh, my specialty. <laughs> and you can use bows or crossbows as well. So who would like to take a shot first? I'll go first. Okay, Henley. How many shots do I get? At the 50 foot, you get two shots, but do them one at a time, please. Oh, bad luck. Uh, nine. Can I take, can we take a step back? And before this starts, can I give both Roscoe and Henley an inspiration dice before we start? Like, as we're kind of huddling together, as we're, as we're... Go team. Yeah. So we kind of huddle together. Go team hollow. As, as we're starting to do this archery event. And Fenrir kind of steps up to the plate and steps up and he's talking to both Henley and um, Roscoe and is like, all right, guys, this is not just for us, right? Like, yes, there's a there's a lot of gold on the line here, and it's gonna it'll mean a lot. But this is this is not only for us. This is for the hollow. This is for the farmers and all of the people who have been kind of cast aside. Like this is this is for them, for us, for, for the, the hollow, for Glendale, for Frodo. <laughs> So you guys do get an inspiration die, both of you. The D6, correct? D6. And they can add that to... Any roll? Any roll, I believe, yep. Any, yeah. But it has to be used within the next 10 minutes. I'm going to use it right now. Yes. So this would be added to your nine roll, right? Mm-hmm. So that's a 15. I wrote a six. So these targets that are down there, they have an outer ring, a middle ring, an inner ring, and then there's kind of a ring around the bullseye area, and then there's the center of the bullseye. You, Henley, for your first shot, you hit the inner ring, and that ring gets you three points. And I roll again. And you roll again at that target. Question for the D. Or do we need to track these points, or are you tracking them? Track your own points, but I will be tracking them as well. I just crit failed. Oh, no. I guess Henley is not doing well in front of a crowd. <laughs> so this arrow goes wild. And it starts heading towards the crowd. However, you see the, out, the arrow stop and drops to the ground. And as you look around, you saw a wizard kind of... Yeah, with his magics. Okay. Catch it and throw it down. And people are, are laughing at this. Okay. Let's go to Roscoe. All right. All right. This is From a 50 the foot. stands, you hear alone, go Roscoe! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 21. Okay, with the 21, you hit the, the outer edge of the bullseye for four points. Wow. 
Did you see that? That's a bust. Okay, one more. I was in the 50 foot range. 14. Okay. That one barely gets into the inner ring for three points. Fenrir. Is this just like an attack roll? Yeah. Uh, 16. 16. That one hits the inner ring as well for three points. Consistent. Uh, 20. Unnatural. Okay. Outer. That one I saw. Outer (laughs) edge of the bullseye for four points. So right now, Henley's three, Roscoe's seven, and Fenrir is also seven points. Good boy. Now you head to the 80-foot target. You're going to do it. Come on. These are my lucky dice. Henley, what are you doing? Take your shot. Yeah. Okay, that's much better. That is a 24. That hits the outer edge of the bullseye for four. Very good. Maybe you're just not as good close range. (laughs) That's fair. I do use a long bow. (laughs) And a 13. Okay. That almost gets to the inner ring, but it hits the middle for two points. Ellie, she can't do it. She's our gal. She got Ian Bubba. (laughs) Ooh, you can do it. Not everybody needs to know that. Roscoe. Um, my 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 luck works for this, right? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, okay, it's great. Just use your dice. I'm gonna use this because that didn't work out too well. <laughs> <laughs> Sixteen. Okay, that's the inner ring. Good job. Three points. Fifteen. Okay, another three points. Consistency, I like it. Fenrir. Uh, thirteen. Thirteen. Okay, you're barely in the. Almost to the inner ring, but you hit the middle ring for two points. Fanny, 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 Fanny. And a 22. Okay, that hits the outer edge of the bullseye for four points. Fenner and Roscoe are tied at 13. Henley, you are nine. Okay, 120 feet. Here we go. Henley. This is the final one, right? This is the final one. Your last the two final shots. Countdown. 21. Okay. Outer edge of the bullseye. Last shot. That's Buckgirl. <laughs> and 16. Okay, inner ring. Three points. Rasco. A 19. Okay. That one hits the outer edge of the bullseye. Four points. That is a 27. Okay, outer edge still. Four points. Natural natural 20, 20? probably. Natural 20s for the bullseye. 10 on the first one. Okay, that barely gets into the middle ring, almost the outer ring, so you barely got two points. Ooh. It's better than a crit fail. You can do it! And 13. You're able to get it closer to the inner one, but you still only get two points because you hit the middle ring. Should have switched to my short bow instead of my crossbow. We believe in you! Roscoe, you got 21? That's what I got. Fenrir, 17. Henley, 16. Is that good? Is it bad? You won't know until the to- until this competition is oh, over to see okay. where you stand. Henley is a little bit miffed. This was supposed to be her event. <laughs> and she really miffed her second It's just arrow. because you're in front of a crowd. You don't like 
like crowds. <laughs> yeah. You're used to shooting at things to kill, not for points. Yeah, it's and true. I'm sure you were shaking too. Okay. Yeah. And it's a new bow for you. Like even though it's a duplicate, it's still new. It is you. a new bow for yeah. me. So as the tournament continues, you see horrible archers, but you also see some really good ones. Horrible archers. Horrible. Just <laughs> yeah. horrible, man. Just horrible. <laughs> But they finally get to the last one. You see the judges getting together. They're counting up, getting all the points together. And how these points are going to work. The top 12 will get points. Okay? Like Mario Kart. Kind of like Mario Kart. Yeah! How many competitors are there? A lot. Great. Is is there a numerical value to that? (laughs) I didn't bother trying to come up with some new numerical value because that would come up with some other things. But I do know the points in the top people. So if you guys were able to beat them, you knock them down and take their place. Gotcha. If that makes sense. Because I didn't want to go through and like roll for a hundred people. Come on, baby. I don't have that time. Roscoe, you ended up in third place. Woohoo! Nice. Fenrir. You ended up in sixth place. Oh, yeah. That duel of people. Henley, you were ninth. So with those places, Roscoe, 11 points. Fenrir, five points. Henley, four points. We did a lot of chance, eh? Mm-hmm. They are still there, so that's something. That's what I say. Hey, you. You guys in the back, you hear that? That lady, that's a bug lady, that's that's Fenrir, and that's Roscoe, he's the boss man, we gonna beat you all, yeah? Ah, no, 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 no. They, 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 they were no good, didn't you see that one guy? I don't even remember his name, but he was the at night guy. That's because he was no good, that's why I can't remember his name. That's ah. right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting another drink. On to the obstacle course. Mm-hmm. Um, At some point in time, while they're doing these... Things. Yes. Uh, Lila's gonna ask you about your wrapped hand and if it's okay. What? Like your wrapped hand, because you wrapped it. You put it. a bandage on it. Oh. Oh um, no, no, it just got a little paper cut. <clears throat> She's gonna try and hold your hand, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, so she's gonna take your hand and she's gonna like ask you if it was okay, and then she's just not gonna let it go. So she's going to hold it awkwardly. <laughs> so he, he's like, um, I'm all right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And he like takes his hand back very forcefully and then actually gets up and sits on the other side of you. She feels dejected. <laughs> <laughs> he like pushes you over, takes your spot, and you have his spot now. I can see that actually. <laughs> We'll start with Roscoe this time. Yeah. So, in the obstacle course, there is several different things. So first off, you're going to do some hurdles. Okay. Then you're going to climb okay. this 20-foot wall. Okay. Then on top, there's a platform that you swing across to another platform, and then you need to climb down 20 feet. And then after you get climbed down the 20 feet, then you run about kind of like a 100-yard dash to the finish line. Great. So, first off, I need you to roll some hurdles here. There are five hurdles you have to get over. Okay. 
Are they proportioned for everybody or are they the same height for They're everybody? They're proportioned for everybody. Okay. okay, go ahead and roll me an athletics or acrobatic. Your choice. Ooh. And I'm, am I rolling just one? D20. Or one for each hurdle? Each hurdle. Okay. We're going acrobatics. Okay. That's a 12 for the first one. Uh, 23 for the second. Okay. Hold on just a second. Holding. Do you want us to pre-roll, Hanley and I? That'll be good. Yeah, you can follow along. Okay, so the first one was 12. Yeah. Okay, go ahead again. Another 12. Okay. 19. Perfect. One more, right? One more. Uh, 15. Okay, so you run after the run at the at that first hurdle. That one, you skim it a little bit, but it's not going to knock you down. The next one, you're like, okay, I got this feeling, or I, I can get the momentum going. You clear this one really well. The next one, you stumble a bit, but it doesn't knock you, doesn't hurt your time anything. And the next two, you're able to just jump just fine. You head to the climbing wall now. This one, athletics check to climb the wall. Just one? Just one, yep. Uh, 11. Okay, it's an easygoing wall for you. You're, ta- you're hurrying, but you're also trying to be safe. Okay. Okay, next you get to the top, and this is a 20-foot gap between the two. There's a rope. Let's see how far you can swing. Acrobatics, please. I'm swinging from one. One platform to another. 20-foot gap between the two platforms. And we're doing an acrobatics on that one? Correct. 15. Okay, you got a good swing off of that one. However, on the other side, the platform is a little slick. I need you to roll an acrobatics to see how well you land. 22. Okay, it doesn't phase you. You actually use the momentum of the slickness and you kind of slide to the to the next uh next part of the course which is climbing down now you have two options for this you can either climb down or you can jump however if you jump there is a risk of you hurting yourself right right so for jumping down it'd be acrobatics but at disadvantage or just strength, the athletics, to climb down. Decisions. Because my acrobatics is higher, but I'm rolling at <laughs> disadvantage, right? Yes. We're going to jump. Okay. He's going to jump down. The crowd kind of sees you getting ready to jump, and they're like, oh my gosh, he's going to jump! He's going to jump! I can't believe he would do that. 15 at disadvantage. All right, you're able to do halfling jump. Do kind of a tuck and roll at the bottom. I am Roscoe Man. Jumping off walls because I can. (laughs) Now you're running. So you got that nice little roll. Now you're running to the finish line. Just run, 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 run. Roll me a athletics check. 16. Okay. You're able to put on the speed, and you're able to get a decent time out of that run. People are cheering. People really liked you jumping off, jumping off there. We're going to the hurdles first. 
All right. My first roll was a 12. Good. Okay. And then a 17. Okay. And then a 13. Okay. And then a 22. Nice. And then another 22. Okay. You've been able to watch a few people do this now. And you're being a kind of an athletic wood elf. You're able to jump these hurdles pretty good. Boom, 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 boom. It's because he jumps from tree to tree like a squirrel. Like a squirrel. <laughs> and then as I, as I reach the wall, to climb up the wall, I rolled a natural 20. Nice. You just fly up this wall. And for that, give yourself an advantage on your swing across roll. Well, that's good. I just rolled a crit one on my second roll. Okay, so so you keep your other roll. So my other roll is 21. Nice, okay. You are on fire. Okay, you swing across. However, it is slick on the other side. What's your acrobatics check for that one? See how well you stand up or oh, stay up. I missed that one. Okay, go ahead. I, jumped, I went to the jumping one. Uh, acrobatics was a 10 to stay up. Not quite as cool as Roscoe. Nope. But you land safely. You stumble a little bit, but you land safely. Okay, you're getting ready to climb down. Are you jumping? Yep. Okay, everybody's excited Atta about boy. this too. What'd uh, you roll for disadvantage uh, athletics? Uh, 21. Acrobatics, sorry. 21? That was on a disadvantage? Disadvantage? Yeah. Holy cow. Holy jeez. I rolled really, really one? well. All right, you're a little cooler than Roscoe's. <laughs> he does a little flip. <laughs> right? You saw what Roscoe did, and you're like, I can do that. So you jump off, and you do a roll as well. So the way that I see that is like he just like pauses for a second and just lets himself fall and then does a really cool tuck and roll. Mm, I like it. Okay, now you're running home. An unnatural 20. Very nice. Yeah, he did very... The crowd is loving this. They loved your little, your little dive. Okay, let me do some math here. The real question is now come the bad rules. <laughs> right, he's still the good one. I'll take I'll take semi average across the board instead of one really good and one really bad. That's true. Um, that's what Abby does. <laughs> I'm gonna be like the dunce. <laughs> Henley, you just seen Roscoe. You just seen Fenrir, and, and she's intimidated. There's a few people before you that like they fell off the platform. They yeah, tripped over. She's You're seeing the best and the worst of things. Yeah. So she's really shaky and nervous to start off this. All right. You get the start go, signal go. and go. Five. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even joking. Uh, <laughs> at this point, I'm going to look over to Fenrir and be like, it, it might be up to us. <laughs> <laughs> you could probably bet on it. <laughs> okay. You get to that first hurdle and you kind of misjudge yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I need a Roscoe you, sized hurdle and it's really I need a you to make a dexterity hurdle. saving throw, please. <laughs> 13. Okay. You stay on your feet. You don't fall. You continue to the next hurdle. Nine. <laughs> Roll me another dexterity saving throw, please. <laughs> wow. I told you I was going to be the dunce. <laughs> 13 again. Okay. You're wow. able to stay af- stay afoot. And it's 11. 11. Okay. You're going to judge this one a little better. Okay. Keep going. Nine. Yeah. Roll another dexterity <laughs> saving throw. Holy crap. Mm. 13 again. <laughs> okay. 
and you'd stay on your feet. People are kind of laughing because you hit the hurdle, go to fall, but you're able to catch yourself and keep going. It's almost like when you trip, it helps you keep moving yeah. forward. <laughs> Never give up, guys. You got one more. Never give up. 21. Okay, you're able to get clear this one. Ain't nothing gonna break my stride. Ain't nothing gonna do. Until this next roll. Oh no, I got to keep on moving. For the wall, I got a one. (laughs) Oh, wow. Poor Henley. Unless it's a wall. (laughs) Okay. You're pretty proud of yourself at that last hurdle. Gosh. And you're just like, yes, I did it. And you forget how close you are to the wall. Oh, no. And you just run right into it. <laughs> and you take two bludgeoning damage. Yeah, I'm sure. This moment, Boudreaux just go. Can oh. I? I'll be the honorable mention for most enjoyable. <laughs> Roth is saying in Lila's head right now, she's like screaming. It's like, that's what we put out there. That's what we spent 300 silver on. <laughs> This Ouch. is why we should have done this. Ouch. Okay, you have. You can't hear that. <laughs> I know, but ouch. Okay, you do have disadvantage on climbing the wall now. So whatever you rolled. 15. Okay, you're able to get your composer and you climb that wall fairly well. Inspiration, guys. Never give up. <laughs> okay, now you got the rope. You got to swing across. Okay. You do well on the swing across. Now here comes the landing. 19. 19. Very well. All right. You're able to stick the landing. Now you're at the edge. Getting ready to climb down or jump? She climbs down. Climbs down. (laughs) With a 14. (laughs) 14. Okay. You climb down safely. Now it's time to run. And she's so embarrassed she rolls a 21 to run. She's good at running away, as everyone knows. (laughs) (laughs) This is where she's got down. (laughs) You said 21, right? Yeah. Love it. It's all just training for this moment. (laughs) People got excited because they were like, they see your first part of it and they're just like, oh, goodness, here we go again. They're laughing. But then as the obstacle course gets better, you just get better and better. So people are cheering for you by the end. They're all saying bug girl. Because that's bug what you bug, bug girl. Bug girl. Bug girl. Me and Lila's turn. Bug girl. Bug girl. Why is she called the bug girl? I don't know. <laughs> All Henley she did has... kind of look like one of those one-legged grasshoppers <laughs> going around. Uh, Henley, in her mind, is just her dad always told her never give up, no matter how bad your first try is. Oh, you're not hearing us going bug. Oh no, she is hearing that, <laughs> but she's trying to block it out with advice from her father. <laughs> so the everybody does it. You see a lot of comical ones. You see a lot of really good ones. And the placings are up. Fenrir, you got first place. Woo! Boom. With that Fenrir, you got 16 points. Roscoe, you got fourth place with nine points. That's the boss man. Sadly, Henry, you did not place. Yeah. Boss man, boss man, boss man. It is announced that tomorrow it'll be the stealth and the javelin toss. The last two competitions of the tournament. Before the final combat. Are they going to provide javelins? 
Yes, they will okay. provide javelins. <laughs> well, if you don't have one, I have some. You could have. Well, I just needed to figure that out. Now that this part of the tournament's over, is there anything particular that you guys would like to do? Uh, Okay, Henley hides. <laughs> I would like to go up to an official because I realized in as I'm sitting here watching this and thinking about day three. Okay. If I make it to day three, you know, it's the, the, the melee. <clears throat> I need to figure out if I need to go and try and get one of my glaives back. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to walk up to an official and be like, hey, so day three, that melee combat. Oh, hey. Oh, how are you doing? <laughs> Yes, I, I'm one of the officials here, you know, trying to keep, you know, just trying to keep things in order. How, what, what, what can I do for you? Well, I have a question. Yeah. Um, my, my melee weapon currently is at the shop. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, assuming I make it to round three, do I need to provide my own weapon? Do I need to go get that? Or will there be weapons here? And what sort of weapon choices would there be for that? Just so I can kind of be prepared. Mm-hmm. So generally you can bring your own weapon. But they will have to be, you know, enhancedly dulled, you know, so there's no accidental cuts right, or anything. Right. Absolutely. Like, accidents still happen. And I know people like to use their own weapons, but we do provide any kind of blunt weapons for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you have a range of weapons, right? Like it won't be like if you provide it, you won't be just like a... Oh, yeah. There's a, there's a big table out there and a okay. big weapon stand. So you could get to go choose what weapons you want. Mm-hmm. How many weapons do you get? You can choose whatever weapons you want. Okay, but you get one, two... As many as you're willing, but it, you know, too many weapons, you'll get a little, you know, clumsied. Yeah. Okay. Normally people, like, grab a sword and shield, or they grab a mace, or, you know, some sometimes they grab mauls. You know. There's a variety of them out there. Awesome. Just depends on your preference. I didn't notice it earlier. Is there a uh, overall ranking for the day so far? Because I've got the first place and the second, you know, the, the places for the individual tournaments. But is there an overall ranking we can see so far for the competition? Hmm, I never thought about doing something like that. But, I, I mean, I do keep the number. So I can kind of give you an idea of where you're sitting if that's what you're asking. You know, <laughs> wink, wink. <you> know? <laughs> wink. That would be right, awesome. Right. Just, just give me one second. I need to go over here and, you know, shh. Okay. Thank I'll you. be right back. Okay. So he goes over and he kind of like starts rummaging through papers, looking at all these different, different notes. You see uh, Robert come rushing back kind of, he's trying to be sneaky, but at the same time, he's not being sneaky. You know, right. he's doing the whole looking around, looking Very, suspicious. Uh, obviously. And everybody's like just shrugging their shoulders. It's like, whatever. It's Robert. Yeah. <laughs> so he gets that. Okay. Dragon. So this is what I found out. Currently you're sitting in like the fourth or fifth place. So, which is good. And Fenrir's sitting a little higher than you. That sadly, Henley, she's not in the top 10. Okay. So she needs to step it up gotta, a little bit. We got to step it up a little bit tomorrow. Yes. But there's the stealth check. That's where you can get a lot of points, but it is really hard. Can, can you give me a little insight on what that is? Well. Because I'm not gonna, very sneaky. Yeah. It's going to be probably very difficult for you. But you are small, so you might be able to sneak around a little better. But what it is, is that there's going to be little towers and there's going to be people kind of roaming around in the arena. In the arena, there's going to be walls around and you're going to try and sneak through this obstacle course little area to the center of the arena without getting caught. Mm. And there's several different stages that you go through. 
the higher the stage, the more points. And there's different checkpoints. So if you get to one checkpoint, that's a point for you. If you get to another one, that's another point. Ooh. And the higher the difficulty it is, the more points you get out the checkpoints. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll be ready. I'm going to roll a one. The first <laughs> roll. The top <laughs> ten make it to the third day? The top ten will make it to the third day. Mm-hmm. And right now, you're sitting pretty comfortably. Right. So do they take the top score out of all four events or your top three of four? They'll take all the scores from each one, put them together, and whoever got the highest, they'll get there. Sometimes there is a tie and they go and do another little special little competition. And it's kind of a random one. Sometimes they do the archery again and sometimes they do the uh, the obstacle course again. If the contestants really want to they can do like an arm wrestle or something you know and it's really up to the people Rock, paper and scissors <laughs> what are scissors okay oh, an ancient object. well thank you robert <laughs> yep. as always it's been a pleasure oh it's always a nice pleasure to see you guys and that was some good stuff out there i really enjoyed you guys i hope that henley lady is is feeling all right she kind of have a a hard day today she'll sleep it off she'll I be hope fine so. I mean, she is a ranger, and so she might be able to sneak around a little better. It's true. You do better than me, that's for sure. Yeah, luckily in the sneaking, there's no jumping over anything, so she shouldn't have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. And she should be fine. Okay, well, you guys have a nice day. Now go enjoy yourselves. As well, thank you. You're welcome. So while the competition was going on, after I got rejected from Boudreaux holding my hand, there were two things that I was looking for. Uh, I want to see if I can see Garatha's dad anywhere. And I want to see if I can find that elf that was talking to my friend at the pub or the bar Mm. from earlier. Because he's obviously not making any headway, but I want to see if I can find Pauline. Been a little preoccupied. I know, but I'm not doing anything. <laughs> to find Hanar, mm-hmm. he is up in the stands next to the Duke. Okay. So he's pretty easy I to see f- him. Yep, you can okay. see him. However, the the High Elf, mm-hmm. you are not able to see. Mm-hmm. One thing I did forget to mention when I mentioned the High Elf, High Elves are super rare. Mm-hmm. To see them in this world is very, very highly uncommon. They like to stay on their little floating island, hidden island in the middle of one of the great lakes of Kaleth. So to see one out of its natural habitat is very weird. And all of that is common knowledge. That would be all common knowledge, yes. Just making sure. Other than that, was there any other things that Lila, Garatha, and Boudreaux wanted to do? Yeah, Boudreaux, was there anything else you wanted to do? No. No. Okay. No, he's enjoying okay. the show. I mean, he, he he's keeping an eye out for his dad, but he's eh, he's right. Perfect. Okay. It begins. So right now, after the competition is done, it is evening time. It's probably about five or six in the evening. Is there anything particular you guys would like to do? Um, yes, there is. Okay. I need to go find my blacksmith. Going back to the blacksmith. Because I might need my weapon a little earlier than five days out. Okay. You are off to see your blacksmith, and we will get to your blacksmith next time. Thank you guys for listening, guys. <laughs> um, big shout out for D.A. Nichols. She does an amazing job with, job with our music. Um, check out our check out her RPG at at uh, drivethroughrpg.com. Shields of Power. Also, 
hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on Instagram at Tomes of the Chaos Bard or write us an email at thechaosbardpod at gmail.com. Also, guys, do not forget to give us a five-star review and leave a review. And Solemn the Chaos Bard will give you a shout-out. Okay, thanks, guys, for listening. I am DM Dave, and to the right we have... Fenrir. Roscoe. Lila and Garatha. Boudreau. And Henley. And until next time, we unroll the scroll to tell the tale. Bye.